0: The Everly Railway Workshops, Sydney, Factories and Theatres. There was sixty six or seven I was working there as a trainee engine driver. I think a lot of people have got more of a romantic nature than I have of the uh, venue, because they're involved with, suppose, nostalgia and so forth. I've got a very blunt memory of it. Uh, of course, it was Wilson Street, and Wilson Street runs off Everly Street, and Wilson Street was notorious at the time. It's an area you wouldn't want to go at night, it was a very risky area and dark area. So the whole area encompassed a sort of a, an inner city vibe of possible grief. <laughs> they pushed them down Everly Street,
1: then they rolled the paddy wagons down backwards while they the Aborigines and that were throwing rocks and everything at the paddy wagons. And they just all went down there and let the, some dogs go and just went after them. They're just coming in any places, eh? Walking through without any, without any warrants, just, just picking everyone. up anyone. Just picking up young fellows. Some of the labourers used to come into work dressed up like the management, wearing beautiful suits, collar and tie, maybe a little waistcoat, and uh, stripped down to a pair of old dungarees. Some of the workers, of course, wouldn't wash their overalls. And uh, some of the overalls used to be a joke. You could stand them up in the corner like a suit of armour and they climb in on the next day when they sign under duty.
0: Those mass male mass male work spots was the you know the pufta jokes. There's a sort of a latent homosexuality of what you call people that haven't come out of the closet or uh, because you were grubby, obviously they had large shower blocks there. there's a lot of bathroom humor, some of it quite disastrous. Uh, anything from towel flicking to sexual practices between men hidden behind doorways. So there was all that kind of activity. It wasn't a place you'd come across many women except in the canteen. So there's uh, an intolerance of women in that usual male domain.
1: People have funny old hats on their heads, so what would happen was someone would be doing an operation, maybe swinging a hammer and the bloke holding a a punch for him, someone would just lightly pour some kerosene onto the rim of the hat and then they'd get a match and they'd light the kerosene up. So then you'd have a little fire blazing away and the bloke's hat, you know, and then somebody hang on, Jock, you're on fire. Well, oh, next minute, poor old Jock would have a bucket of water thrown over him. <laughs> then you'd
0: have a fight developing there. Because of my nature, I was, I'm not gay, but a lot of my friends are gay. Uh, if you're caught out in that way, like I was threatened and occasionally assaulted, that was, it seems like a... It's not a matter of being gay, it's just an Australian way of life. The first thing you call a person you don't like is a poof to, to get them off guard. So there's that kind of work environment with people insulting each other, both in racial and and in physical taunts. So it's very intolerant, and yet there was a... I suppose that old credo of mateship. There's a lot of mateship there, yeah, whatever that consists of, uh, so there's a lot of friendships. There's a, there's a hard place, a lot of stupidity in in the workforce, and it was a, 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 of course it was a government work station. So people used to do their usual thing, take advantage of, uh, uh, of being working in the public service in, in a factory kind of area. A lot of sincere people were there too. That were very much into um, trains and the railway system.
1: The new Australians, we had a lot. Um, I had a mate, he was very worried because he came from the Eastern Bloc countries, from the Bolsheviks and the Mensheviks. I think he was a Yugoslav. But we had other chappies, we had Germans there, we had uh, Lithuanians. uh, They came from all around the world. And uh, uh, we learnt a lot because in those early days, we had old fashioned Aussie haircuts, we had old fashioned cooking just a steak on the barbie or some old sausages and that type of thing, but we had our forge fires, at smithies, didn't we? So soon these fellows were bringing in cavernosi and all weird twists of meat and that type of thing and putting them on the fire and cooking these things up and uh, we were soon enjoying the, the spoils of what they were enduring in Europe for probably thousands of years. And a lot of those people became extremely good citizens. They blended in with the Australians You know, we had the Greeks and the Italians and the Maltese, and we used to call them wogs, but it was all done in a friendly way type of thing. And if you wouldn't call them a wog later in life, they'd they'd go crook at you. You wouldn't address them the right way. And a lot of those people became mates forever.
0: I saw some of the ridiculous things, like young people, they didn't know how to control the trains, they ran them off the lines. Just literally drunken behaviour, you wouldn't believe... Uh, And and the violence, which I saw one person getting his ear chopped off in one of those famous Slavic knife fights that they tended to have at times there. People would grab things. They were usually heavy pieces of metal or knives.
1: Every worker had an allocation of a number. And at lunchtime, you'd have to hang your token up on the board. When lunch began, they'd blow a warning whistle. When lunch was over, you'd go and get your docket off. So if someone was still up the pub, the former would go and check the board and say, "Ah, oh, number one, two, three, he's away, he's docked. As a matter of fact, if you even went to the toilet, you often had a timekeeper down below would allow, allow you three minutes to do your number one or number two. Pretty tough
0: going. Being an artist myself, I've grown up into a sound artist. I've also performed there, which is really strange. (laughs) Totally different ballgame. It's very strange to walk into it. It's quite creepy. It's slightly ghostly, uh, haunted. I have a problem with the carriage works already. As a theatre group, because of the uh, different uh, levels, if you're a sound artist or a dancer sometimes being involved with sound and working with theatre or dance you feel like all you're you're there 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 for is to embroider the artist (laughs) oh make, make an atmosphere for me it's an interesting environment turning a factory into a theatrical space it's a peculiar form of declassing something that was industrial to something that's artistic, so I've got strange feelings. Maybe for the next generation, maybe we'll have to wait until the theatres get turned to the factories. Could it change again? You have been listening to Station 5 of Ghost Train, memories of the Everly Railway workshops in Sydney, now repurposed as an arts and technology precinct. You heard the voices of Rick Rue and Richard Butcher.